Hi, everybody. This is Jeremy from In Bed by Nine. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks that might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still, and even in the digital age. On to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 everybody. Hey, how's it going? How are you today, Alex? I'm doing good. Um, I know we kind of talked a little bit beforehand, but I'm I'm on cloud nine after this weekend. I'm feeling pretty good. Good. That is always a good thing. How? Why is that? Well, so I streamed on Saturday, which is always good. I always stream on Saturdays. It's my my streaming day, especially when I'm at school. Um, so if you kind of catch me on stream, ten o'clock on Saturdays. So we had a good time. Kind of was going to play War uh, Warzone with my friends. My friends like, well, I'll be on a little bit later. I'm like, ah, oh, well. I don't want to play Warzone with. I'm not going to jump around like uh, in the thing. So I decided, you know, let's start cutting grass. So I did start cutting grass on stream. A um, bunch of people started jumping in and was like amazed. Like, this is the most comfortable stream I've ever done. You're just here talking, cutting grass. And I was like, yeah, it's a good time. Some people I haven't seen in a long time jumped in. It was great. Got a nice big raid, which was really nice. So it just was a good like stream that I was not expecting. Even then, like some people that are in my stream after sent me messages like, hey, you know, you had a bunch about, you know, 20, 20, 20 some people in your stream at one point. I'm like, oh, don't good. I didn't know that because I don't have any numbers up and I felt really good about it. I'm like, that's good. Um, good. But the cool part is that just happened before we started recording was I decided to look back at my YouTube because I've been putting stuff on YouTube and TikToks and all that stuff. It's so kind of throwing stuff everywhere. And normally I watch my TikTok analytics because it's on my phone. It's easy to check. But I was like, you know what? Let's check my YouTube. What's going on on my YouTube shorts and stuff? I've been sitting there. And then out of nowhere, one of the shortest like six second clips that somebody did for me where I turned into a fudgicle on stream um, got 185 views and in one nice. day. And I'm just laughing because I'm like, everyone's looking at me turn into a fudgicle and it is a fart sound. And six seconds long, not really long. It's really just really short to the point. It says, I, I'm now a fudgicle, and then the fart sound happens. I was just going to say, you touched the magic, the magic thing right off your, uh, with the fart. I think that's the winner for a lot of so, people. So I've come to the conclusion, I think, gas wins. Always. Absolutely. You are always at your best in your most gassy form. So. Correct. So it was good. I was feeling good about that. Grass is uh, My real life, my grass is cut. This week, this weekend, I did super grass cutting. Got like the edge all done, nice and clean. Got the like it looks like straight as an arrow on the sidewalk on the driveway, which looks amazing. Uh, decided anyway, I'm gonna go super cut grass, and I did the crisscross hatch pattern. So oh. my front yard looks like a checkerboard. It looks on top. I watered down nice and neat. Gave a nice little like watering down, so it got like glistening. Took a, you know, nice little photo of that. I'm like. Oof. Ooh. Just on point. 
lawn porn. Oh, it was. Oh, let's just say that it was a good night. Oof. Nice. Ah, uh, but yeah, yeah. My neighbor came over, stood on the you know, older guy down the street, comes over, stands in front of my driveway, hands on stage, just going, I'm like, yeah, buddy. I did that. <laughs> I did mad. that. He gave me a nod. He gave me a nod and one of those like little like smiles and walked away. And I'm like, yeah, I did that. Look at that. You're becoming an OG when it comes to lawn care. Oh, me and him, we go at it though. He's got chromed out tires on a lot more. And I got to push more from 1992. So. Oh. oh, man. All right, guys. In his next stream, we need to donate. We need to get like $3,000 so we can get him a new John Deere or something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll. We'll, we'll hope and dream one day. Let's get, 20, get some 24s on that baby. Oh, yeah. Just get some spinners. <laughs> the drop the drop deck is like four inches or four feet because I have to drop it so far down to get the, the, the deck down enough to cut the grass. So <laughs> That's awesome. That'd be, yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you. Uh, some nice speakers and everything on it. You'll, you'll have a deck now. It's got neons on the side of the Yeah, road. you'll be able to Perfect. cut that baby oh, yeah. at night. Exactly. <laughs> So, all right. What about you, Jeremy? What have you been up to? Um, not a whole lot. I put together uh, bikes and stuff over the weekend. That my wife had got us new bikes for the kids. Yeah. So, luckily, it rained, so I didn't have to rush and do that. So, oh darn! I know. And then oh, I'm like, man. I'm looking at the weather all week. I'm like, ooh, it's gonna be uh, colder and uh, more rain. So, dang, I'm not upset. Life is good, so I uh, will do that eventually. Probably next week, I'm sure we'll end up bike riding. Uh, so I hate to say uh, when my luck ends, when the weather gets good, but that that'll be what happens. Um, yeah. Other than that, just got a bunch of stuff done uh, around the house and kind of took it easy because, like I said, the rain and a crack couldn't really go outside. So, but. My yeah. grass, my grass got wet. I'm sure it was it got a good water treatment up here. I just didn't get a chance to cut it yet. So, yeah. Well, I see, like you're the water treatment. Like I did the like I had the sprinkler on like like mist spray, and I was doing that like as the sun was going down, just kind of spraying it into the air over my grass. Mm-hmm. My shirt was getting all wet. It was just like my hair was flopping back and forth. Oh boy, you know, it was just. And this is the front yard. The backyard is a total mess. That's a whole nother story. Uh, that's a hack job and a half because I have kids. But the front yard is, I told my wife, this is my, this is daddy's domain. This is where daddy gets his plays, little art skills. No, oh, look at that. He's, oh, he's got a good graphic artist for that backyard. So <laughs> get somebody, get somebody I know a few. You know a few graphic yeah. artists? Yeah, they can do that for you. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll put the uh, tweet out. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna be a smartass. Put that tweet out after. I bet you somebody will respond. Graphic so. <laughs> artist my lot. Yeah, I will. <laughs> somebody will. You watch. I'll keep oh, it yeah. up. So oh, yeah. we were yeah. so off track, but it's all great. All right. Yeah. So nope. That's that's it. That was the extent that's of my it. weekend. So yeah, I had a busy weekend for not doing anything. In my next couple weekends, I'm gonna be slammed. I feel bad. I, I'm gonna miss a couple of stream nights, but then I'm gonna have to pick them up on different nights. But you know. Uh, going away for a lot of things. Yeah, weddings, birthdays, uh, graduations are coming up for all my younger cousins. So yeah, it's always fun. Everyone's like summer vacation, but summer vacation? What? Like when? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's. I I honestly think it's 
partially two reasons. I think one, everyone has been such locked down for such a long period of time. Now that summer's like kind of okay to be out in public. It's not so weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, COVID's still alive. I get that. I can tell everyone that season. COVID's still around. Just, uh-huh. just don't be licking me. Okay. Just stay over there. Um, exactly. But the, um, I think everyone just is like blowing up and doing everything they haven't done for two years, three years, just like a big explosion. So I really think that's what the big deal is. I agree. Like you said, if there's a lot of stuff outside, I think it's minimal, minimal issues. So that's my thing. Just don't lick me. We're good. Exactly. So my, this has been my mantra the entire time of COVID. Just don't lick me. We're good. Exactly. Don't sniff my hair. Don't do any of that stuff. Don't watch me while I sleep. All that crap. So. Yeah, this is normal, like just normal things, like normal societal things. Like I want to walk up to something and go, let me go lick you real quick. Or let me go blow my nose in your face. Like, that's not stuff you do. You get that monkey box if you're not careful with that. <laughs> well, that's that's how you get the monkey box. So oh boy. Good stuff. Quality content that you're listening to here is talking about being licked on and getting monkey box. Hopefully you enjoyed our stream or our lovely podcast and our, and our yeah, conversation. We're, we're signing off now. We're signing off now. Bye-bye. Anyways. Yeah. No. All right. So last week we had a guest. Yes, sir. Yes. No, we always we get these good guests. We get some really quality guests coming on our, on our show and talking, which is always great. Yeah, it is. Watching. I mean, and it's always like you always think like the last person we had like really good, and then you get this next person, and they're just like it's like a whole different, it's a whole good different kind of like awesome. So and they're always different. It, they always bring something a little different to the table. I mean, first I can throw out here the excitement that was brought to the table with them was amazing. That's like I say, it just was very exciting. Like it, the energy that was brought it to us was just top notch yeah it was. Like, out of nowhere it was just i mean he has the energy and i love it and it was late at night normally we don't get like was like oh yeah we're doing good. and you start feeling things start to taper down because it was getting exhausted but man he kept me going so um hopefully if you did listen to the last one i mean you 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 it's contagious like after I got off stream, yeah. like after like you know what I'm going to fix my stream. I'm going to make things happen. I got things to do, things to beat. I was like driving after that for a couple of days. It was it got me going. Heck yeah, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. So, and also it's kind of cool talking to him because he's you know, you know, Ark he does a lot, a lot a lot of things. He was a big streamer. I know he's streamer for a long time. He was a bigger streamer and then kind of tapered off and then picked back up and then thought about going full time. And then realizes, and that the one thing I always want to point out that we didn't really talk about last week was the commitment into becoming streaming. He always mentioned a little bit of it, like, you know, I want to do this. I wanted to get it back. I want to go full time again. But I was that commitment level was not something I wanted to dive into. I started to, and I was like, eh, there's a lot of work that goes into streaming other than just turning on your stream yeah there's a ton of it just back you know like the back uh the behind the scenes whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. uh, stuff so yeah he brought that up a little bit like you said and i thought it was a a good point um for not gonna go all in and and he hit and he meant you know he talked about 
kind of the same thing we run into. Just commit, you know, his time is he's had a kid. His time is, you know, free time has gone down and he's had to spend things doing his, you know, his business and and then working and yeah, and then just the, photo- the photography business was yeah. like it's like blowing up. And... Yeah, he has a bunch of stuff he said he's gotta do with that. So yeah. and then you were trying to cause him more stress by talking about, you know, your wife trying to maybe contact him for some pictures for you guys. So you were trying to make you were trying to give yeah. him even, you were trying to give him even more more stuff to do. So yeah, but yeah. um, no, yeah, like I agree. I think the the commitment, just the will to do it, the the time, yeah, you have to have both of them. So, and I also found it kind of comical that I'm bringing this up now, and that I literally was sitting on Twitter today uh, or yesterday in the day, and I saw a bunch of people posting about, man, I started streaming to play games. But now I'm a streamer. I play less games than I did before as a streamer. And this is all the work that I'm doing because I'm doing X, 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 X. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you want to go full time and you want that business and you want to make that craziness happen, it is a lot more than you're thinking. And I've found it kind of hilarious. It kind of was like brought up today. I wonder if it's that time where it's like streamer burnout. Like, I always see there's there's trends of like everyone's grinding up and everyone's so blessed and thankful. And then also you see this like plateau of everyone's like, okay, we're doing okay. And then it's like starts declining of I'm burnt out. I, yeah. I'm, I've seen a few more of those tweets recently yeah. about people saying, oh, should I just stop? Is it even worth it? I hate this. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Just, what, yeah. Yeah. The so summer streamer bitterness, I think it's kicking up. As people start going outside. Hmm. And viewership starts to decline because people are outside mm-hmm. more, doing more things out in public, doing, you know, exactly. doing that stuff. Usually, yeah. And like during the winter, I would always say like after Thanksgiving, the streamer, the streamer high is always high. Like after, I, it's, I don't know if it's because of Thanksgiving and everyone's getting ready for like the holidays and, you know, whatever it is. It's, it always seems to be that time between Thanksgiving and like Christmas and New Year's, everyone's all like jazzed in yeah. the streamer world. Like, the viewerships are high donation d- drops and bits are high even like myself my best months are november or end of october up to january yeah that makes always. sense so. always the best months people are in that holiday get, spirit why well, would you know yeah, get like instead of getting like one payout every three months i'll get like two in that time it's like oh cool <laughs> yeah hey no it's good yeah so, so it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting yeah no it is i think it's a like you said it's a holiday thing i think people are more cooped up and they're in that holiday spirit so they're willing to you know give more on yeah. stuff that they want to watch so out of curiosity last week you know we had a week to think about it what was something that he said last week that you're like all right i'm gonna try to do that or i'm gonna put that to heart i'm gonna put that in my back pocket something he kind of resonate with you do you, do you recall um i think just the uh the background uh stuff of like just i think it'll just lay in the groundwork mm-hmm. um so like i've been working on uh hover a lot so i've been mm-hmm. posting on there and getting my you know building my my profile or whatever you talk about so that once i you know for, whenever I decide to stream or I'm like, I promote the podcast on there like, yeah, yeah, on Wednesday. So um, I don't know who's, you know, I wish I had a way to say, Hey, they came off a of hover. Like you can tell Twitch, you know, you can tell who's 
visited your page off of her, but um, I just think doing the background stuff is something that resonated with me. <laughs> Let me die here first, but okay. um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that is uh, there's croak here for a second, everybody. Yeah, so I'll All die. Right. I'll get back up, but um, yeah, I think just laying the the groundwork and start doing that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. like I've got the, I'm gonna upload the. Oh, you know, I'm gonna do this episode this week on the YouTube channel. I was getting that ready too over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So um just kind of expanding it slowly. Like I'm not gonna just scatter everything into one week and put everything on every social media. Yeah, I've been working on like, you know, posting it on the Facebook page. So I've got that habit down. Now I make a video every week for hover for that. Um, you know, I've got the Twitter promotion down. So now I'm moving on to the YouTube, you know, just trying to slowly build it up um, so that I can build good habits and it's just everything's second nature and I'll figure out a way to make it, you know, as one button as possible. But, you know, that that's my goal is just to kind of spread, spread it out on more platforms. Yeah, exactly. So how about you? Um, I think... The more I think about the, what I think that made me one get him a little more active and get into it was he questioned my understanding of the word grind and <sighs> challenged me on it. And I think that was kind of good. Like he challenged me on it and I went, okay. Um, and him challenging let me think more about what am I doing and by him making me think made me think about what is my definition of grinding and it really honestly pushed me back on my heels um because I if listeners if you listen to me for a while you know I, I hate the word grind I really do yeah. I really really do like I think that that term was overused um and caused a lot of problems and I think that put this perspective of, oh, you have to grind. You have to grind. You have to, you have to grind. Like, and that really kind of caused, in my mind, a toxic relationship in the idea of streaming. So I think that with, with that being kind of removed from the table, it made me question what is the differences and what possibilities I can do. So I don't know. It made me really think about what I'm doing a little bit differently and what is what is good things, what are bad things. It was really weird. Again, it kind of it. it I'm not ex- expressing it the way I want to. I guess you could say, but I guess what I want to say is that when we had the conversation towards the end of, do you believe in the word grind or is there a better terminology? He was like, no, you can use the word grind. This needs to be used in the correct terminology in the correct direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that made me went, okay, if it's used in the right word, yes. I mean, there's a lot of words that if you use the right way, make sense. If you don't use them the right way, it doesn't make sense. But mm-hmm. I think that what he explained in the way he explained it made me go, okay, maybe I can't just say grind's a bad word. It has to be grind in the toxic sense or the grinding just to do is it a bad term. If it's grinding for a purpose, then okay. You know, so I think it's grinding like I think grinding where you just get on there beat the same dead horse every time like getting on streaming every night 
it, yes. that is great. That's a poor definition of grindy. Like that's not the good grindy I would want to be known for. Correct. Whereas if you're doing a process where you're changing, but you're working every day towards something, that's one thing. Where you're not doing the same thing. You know, maybe you're working on this because you have to get it done, but you're doing something every day. Yeah. But I think if you're just hitting the live button, like he said, that doesn't help. And it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help you get there anyway. So yeah, yeah, I think that was good. I mean, that that for me personally, just like, oh, okay. And then again, kind of made me think about what am I doing? How am I doing? It? Is there things I could change up? Um, yeah, no, that's a good yeah. point. Nah, yeah, there was a lot of stuff you could have really. Uh, I, I plan on going back and re-listening and doing everything again because I'm sure I, I could pick up something else. To add yeah. on to what I'm doing. So. Oh, 100%. And, you know, we got into it and kind of got off on it. It's like, he just talked. And, like, I always like when I get, because beforehand, and I tell you this as a, what we do here is that even beforehand, I was getting messages like, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Like, what? So I kind of give him the link. He's like, well, I don't know if I could talk to you for a whole hour. I'm like, you'll be surprised. <laughs> That's all I can yeah. Say. Yeah. I go, it's... I go, we'll get you going. All of a sudden you'll just not stop. And he, did, he didn't. It's hard to shut everybody up. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. It, it is. no, but it's, it's good because then you could tell that, especially in that episode and all the episodes we ever had, but you feel the passion that these, these streamers and content mm-hmm. creators and whatever they're doing, their passion comes out and you can hear mm-hmm. what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives a good value to, you know what we're doing here so it's all good it's all good no i agree i mean it's, it's kind of it's a good problem to have <laughs> and like you said people don't they don't really realize it until they start doing it correct until they start so. talking about themselves it's surprising like i don't i hate talking about myself i really surprise i hate talking about myself um but if it's something i want to talk about and it's something cool and i'm enjoying it I'm going to, it's that, that whole, you have now tapped into something I super hyper focused on for 25 minutes. Let me tell you all about it for the next three hours. Like, uh, I'm a teacher. That's what I do. I mean, you grab my textbook. I'm going to, oh, this is something cool. Let me tell you about this for the next 30 minutes to 45 minutes of the bell time. Enjoy. Oh, so. good. Uh Back to our topics. What are we at next? Okay. Anyways, but anyways, Ark, great guy to have on. He was good to talk to. Definitely. I really enjoyed him. Um, all right. So I've been putting this in my back pocket because we're getting close to this all-important time. We kind of hinted towards it summer. And I'm going to kind of use this conversation to start off and then kind of segue into something that my wife and I were talking about. And I think it'd be interesting to continue our conversation here. So... Summer. I'm a 90s kid. I was born in 1987. Most of my time was, you know, 90, I would say 92 through, I can remember very vividly 90, uh, probably 92 through now, you know, that time frame of like my summer um, as a kid, because my brother was born. I remember him as a baby. I remember him never sleeping and all that stuff. So like, I remember that very vividly and just remember being, you know, outside with my friends going to my friend's house going to you know doing all this stuff so i i put this on twitter and i kind of want to ask you jeremy what is like a memory that you had 
in your elementary years. I choose that elementary slash middle seventh grade below seventh grade low. So like, you know, you're third, not third, 12 below. What is like a memory that you had? We always, uh, we played soccer. Yeah. Um, we did, uh, spring into like the early part of summer and then the late part of summer in the fall. Um, so we did that every year. So I always remember playing that cause I was, uh, I was a goalie. So I just always remember, uh, I can remember the teams we play, like the different towns we'd go to where they'd come to our town. And yeah. like, I can remember the good players on each team because those are the ones I had always had to, it was like, <laughs> no, you literally, yeah, you literally would get out there. Um, and then um, literally, it would be the same three people from a team shooting at you. Everybody else sucked. I mean, they it did. I mean, they, it did. They would get shots on you, but it wasn't anything you could handle. You know, you always had that one or two kids that played on different travel teams that were really good. Or uh, like as you got closer to like eleven or twelve, we had a lot of uh, you know, were foreign exchange students, and so you got some of those kids. Like there's one from like Brazil, and like this kid would just dribble through the air and just walk it right through our defense, and it was going to be a bad day. And. Uh, yeah, I remember those. How about you? Um, kind of to be honest, like my thing that I always remember. Um, so I grew the town I grew up in. We were it was a smaller town next to a bigger town, and I would go with my friend would come over, and we would go um, bike riding from our house. Like he lived next to the lake, I lived up up the hill from it. So he would ride up his bike to my house and then we would go to um, downtown, which was small, to the town peddler, which was called, it was like a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? It was a um, country mart slash antiques shop thing. Like you could buy a booth and sell junk, whatever. It was fun. But they, that's like, this is like when Pokemon came out. So 1995-96. And we would go and buy Pokemon cards from there. And then we would also then travel to the Toys R Us, which was in the town next to us, which was a good bike ride. But it worked. My parents were okay with it because we rode our bikes in a group of like five. Five of oh, us to cool. go. And my grandmother's was halfway to the point. So we would go to my grandma's house checking with grandma grandma would call mom and say they're made it here then we would continue it cross to and then we would always come back to grandma's house open up our cards and grandma had lunch for us so nice you know and then we hung up with grandma for a little bit and then we rode back home so we were gone for like the pretty much the entire day but it was cool because like you know in summer with your friends on a bicycle when you're 10 11 was like freedom and mm-hmm. that was the coolest thing ever and i thought it was crazy fun to drive ride that far oh yeah because before then i was only allowed to go about two miles away from my house because i had to carry around a um walkie-talkie ah okay so that was the rules i can go anywhere within two miles with a walkie-talkie so my mom come it's not a bad idea yeah never I never would have had my parents. We never did that. That would have made. We used to do the bike riding up to. Uh, we, we were we were in the same situation. We were in a smaller area, 
we would ride to another smaller town, but maybe five or six miles. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, you could do the bike ride in like an hour. Yeah. Um, we, I don't think we ever told my parents <laughs> we were going, but I, but I never would go with like my brother. But it was the same thing. We'd go with like three or four of us. And yeah. I don't, we never got, nobody ever messed with us. It was a different, it was a different, I mean, I yeah. don't know. It was a different world. It was a different people, world. People didn't mess with you as much. So, but I thought it was interesting. Like, I was like, man, that was a long ride. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, <laughs> but then, but then you would get there and it'd be like only an hour of time had gone by. And it was like, yeah. okay, I guess it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we would ride on the, the shoulder most of the time. Never, I mean, the road wasn't that busy, but we never oh, went yeah. on the road. The only time we got busy is when we got closer to like the Toys R Us because we had crossed like a a mile road. So oh nice yeah. So we had to cross actually a mile road. So when you cross over that mile road, it was a, it was a more active road. Okay. So that was it. I mean, all the time we were cruising along the lake road, and this was before like it became stupidly expensive, and a lot of people moved in. Um, <laughs> you try to live there now, it's like you have to have half a million dollars. It's like ah. Oh. Okay, Damn. that's fine. Buy a shack on the side of the lake. Yeah, half a million. Okay, cool. You take that money. Um, but exactly. So that was always a good memory of mine. Um. Then, what's another thing? What, what's your favorite summer game? You said soccer, but let's 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 yeah. non traditional sports. Like, I mean, I did my baseball. Oh. I did my soccer. We, you know, let's do non traditional sports, like. <sighs> Um, what are some we always played dodgeball, like yeah, dodgeball. Had, yeah, we were fortunate enough to have like, um, like a little mound or hill, it wasn't that tall, but it was wide enough, like where you usually had one or two people that would run around. We always played with like two dodgeballs, yeah. and like they'd run around and you know, try to you know, you try to get everybody, you know, get everybody down if you were the people throwing the balls, and then so we always played that, and then we always had, uh, we I mean, we always had. We had two, <clears throat> two hockey nets uh, between yeah. friends and ourselves, and um, we always played like uh, like just handball. We'd always yeah. use handball, like if we weren't playing hockey. So that that was something that wasn't always. Uh, we were always making up, you know. We always did rules and different things ourselves. So I mean, we always played a million different forms of that. So that would be like the non-traditional sport, I would say. Yeah. Well, like we did. Um... A lot of times, like even the day if somebody could say, hey, let's go play, I would be like, let's do this. I'm down to play. So we played uh, a lot of times Ghost in the Graveyard. So that's the game where like one person's it. Or it was like, how does Ghost in the Graveyard go? Can't remember now. Everyone's hiding, one person's it, and you find them. And then they help tag. you. So pretty much like hide and seek tag. Okay. Right. That's exactly what it kind of is. I can't remember now. Yeah, we used to play. We used to play a game called Jailbreak, which sounds similar to that, like where you would, uh, one person would count. Yeah. They go after you, and you might even play that one in teams. But like, if they captured you, you would go to the jail, and you could break people out. That sounds very familiar to the next game. We used to play a game called Kick the Can. So it's very similar to that same concept. Is that you had one person's it, and you pretty much are playing hide and seek, but it's by tag. Or no, we played it by both ways. But when we played at night, it was only by sight. During the day, it was by tag. Because we play a lot of time at night. Okay. And if you got tagged or if you were found, you would go to the 
area that was your capture zone. Yeah. If if the first person that was found is it next time, there's a can, usually a bottle that's full of rocks. It makes a lot of noise. If somebody kicks that can, everyone's free. And you have to go get the can, put it back on the spot before you can go find anybody. So you just wanted to you wanted to whale that can as hard as you could. So <laughs> it's far, far away. So it's always a fun game because you're it's it's more it's more complex than just playing hide and seek because you want to be in a position to save everybody and kick the can and be able to move. Yeah. But you also don't want to be found. So we used to do it in our entire neighborhood and like climb up trees and end up in people's backyards and <laughs> <laughs> we knew everybody like again we live in a small town yeah and everyone kind of knew each other in the neighborhood and when they at one point we had like 15 kids playing this game like all the kids in the neighborhood were playing nice. kids deep like everyone knew each other so we were all like playing and so like usually they knew like when summer happened after nine o'clock there's about 20 kids running around the neighborhood hiding behind stuff climbing over things we, it was it was ridiculous. That is awesome. We would um, we were, I had a couple of my friends. Uh, they lived in. It was kind of neat because for like you said that whole like having a bunch of people around the place. Yeah. They lived in a, it was called Americana States. It was a trailer park. So we would go over to my buddy's house and um, a bunch of us and we played this even into our teens because oh yeah we got better <laughs> as we got better as we got bigger yeah um. They had security, and so they had a ten o'clock curfew for anybody that was under eighteen, unless you were with a parent. Yeah. So what we started doing was we get out at like we figured out who the security guard the guy was. He was an older, real heavy set guy. So we started playing security car tag. <laughs> so you, everybody would have to run out there, <laughs> smack, <laughs> smack the security car, tap on it, whatever, and then just <laughs> run like hell. Yeah. And, uh, and not get caught so and it would be funny because like half like the first time he you know the first time he was like he was probably he was mad oh yeah. he was scared scared crapless the first time i bet because there was probably about seven or eight of us that came up and just ooh, started wailing out the guy he probably thought we were gonna beat him or something and then when we all took off i'm sure he got out of the car we, we didn't we didn't wait around so yeah but yeah it was uh it was always interesting so yeah, I think we had one guy that moved in the neighborhood that we didn't know, and he was confused of why these kids, it was like twenty five or you know, we had like as I said, probably like twenty five kids, especially. Nice. And the weird part is when we had kids come back from college, they would play too. Yeah. So because it was like a game that was like passed down from generation to kid to generation to kid. Oh, okay, in the that's even cooler. So like they would come back, and we got like thirty kids, and like these college kids are running around too playing, and it was it was spanning between kids in elementary to kids in college like it was like insane <laughs> um but like every once in a while like in about this time when the college got out like we would play and like i said we had about 30 30 kids running around the neighborhood and this guy moved in he was so confused and he didn't know what was going on and so he called the cops on us like three times <laughs> i remember going to my friend's house and explaining to the cops with my friend like hey and mind you i am I think we did this when we got the cops. I was like 13, 14 at the time. Like, no, we're playing games. Like, this is, we're not raiding anyone's house. We're not breaking anything. Like, we've just been doing this for years. You can ask anyone around here. This is just, we didn't know we offended him. Like, we didn't even know he moved in. Like, sorry. And so, 
from that point forward, I was deemed the mafia leader of the neighborhood by him, uh, which meant the cops came to my house a lot for no reason. And I knew all the cops. And I'm like, hi, officer so-and-so. Did he call on me again? Because yeah, he said that you guys did this to his house. I don't know if I did that or not. <laughs> uh, he was okay. That's fine. He said he egged your, you egged his house. I didn't egg his house. I've been here all day. Yeah. So who who did it? How? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody he made mad. It wasn't me. Yeah. So, yeah, we may have done some of that as yeah. well for people that didn't like us. So. So I always found it interesting. So thinking about all that stuff, so we talked about just like preteen. So before 12 and under, you know, I'm running around the neighborhood, just raiding people's houses. Uh, you're slamming on cop cars um, or security cards. Sorry. Allegedly. Um, uh, so odd. that was like the ni- like that's 90s. To me, that's like summertime to me. Yeah. Okay. Would you let your kids do that today? Uh, I don't know. It probably depends. Um, or would your kids want to do that today? Yeah, I think they would. Okay. Um, I mean, my especially my oldest one. I think she would mm. be more. She'd want to do whatever I did. Um, my second one, she's kind of a goody two shoes. So I don't know. And then my, uh, I guess the trajectory the three year olds on probably would. Or like if you said, "Hey, go out and play." leave me alone for go out and do something go see i guess we're di- like this is where my wife and i differ yeah. like i'm more like go outside and play and she'd want me to be out there the whole time watching them because of what can go on in these days whereas yeah. whereas I, I would probably be a little more lenient but yeah but i mean but like we talked about it is a different world what it always it always is it always said that it's a different world. I, I get that, but like, oh, I don't. I don't when yeah. I think about my like, I think about my kids. Right, I'll say, hey, go outside and play. I'm gonna cook dinner. I can see you out the window. You're in the backyard, fenced in. Go out and play. Go make. Yeah. Go go, go jump around stuff. Your friend can come over from next door. I don't care. I'm gonna cook dinner while you're out there, and 15 minutes go by. Both of them back at the door. Can you come outside with us? Can you? Can you? Can... Mind you, they're younger. Yeah, I get that. But I was like, "Well, what are you doing? Go back and just like go dive in the dirt. Go build a hole. Yeah. I'm giving you a shovel. Make a hole. I don't care. <laughs> like, go climb the tree. Go play on something. Or, you know, I try to set them up with like a game, and they're like, "Oh, no, I'm done with this." So I always find it kind of interesting that they want to. They want me to go out there all the time. Yeah, <laughs> show them how to play. Yeah, most of them know how to play with an iPod or iPad. Yeah, I think that does have something to do with it. But think about this: when you were a kid, did you have your parents come out and play, and force them to come play, or request them to come play? Um, if we played baseball later in the evening, my dad would come out. Um, my mom, yeah. But um, do you like? Do you remember like you know like hey dad, let's go play? tag or let's go play yeah we never played tag nothing like that just sports like yeah just, just like baseball casual or, baseball uh, game yeah, toss yeah. The ball type thing yeah yeah nothing like, like that nothing like yeah. tag or anything i mean like my dad got you know it wasn't big in the rocketry so we did the rocket thing yeah um 
But obviously, it was an organized event. It was nothing. Yeah. Like, I didn't sit down with my dad or my mom and we just drew, drew, did chalk. Like, or we decided to, you know, play squirt guns with each other. Like, it wasn't. No, I never did that. Yeah. It wasn't like an organic thing. And, like, it's interesting. Or, like, my dad was like, vividly can remember my dad like on saturdays all right kids go outside and play i don't want to see you until the street lights come on yeah yeah exactly it's like oh okay dad bye yeah exactly <laughs> but like my mom was very much you need to call me every hour at whatever location you're at and make sure you check in with me every 25 minutes and make sure i know you're there that's why we got the walkie talkies because i couldn't i couldn't call anymore i was tired of doing that like mom's nah. a better way um but I think it's a it's a different generational thing. And I segueing into my next topic, you know, you know, kind of talked about the novelties of you know remembering the 90s and our summers and swimming and doing what we did, but then moving a little bit into this like conversation between boomer parents, our gener our parents, and then like us as parents. Yeah, my wife and I talk about this all the time, and it's really interesting that we see, like, my parents are very much the boomer parents. They wanted grandkids. Mm -hmm. Wanted, wanted, wanted grandkids. Like we got married, and the second word on my dad's mouth: "When will we have grandkids?" Like uh. at the reception. We're getting grandkids tonight. I was like, okay, dad, I'm, we're going to do this one more time and I'll come back and we'll start that over. All right. <laughs> um, so got, he's got his grandkids. Called dad and my grandma. Hey, can you watch the grandkids tonight? I need to get out of here for a second. I got like four things to do there, son. I've got this to do this. Okay, the, never mind. Nah. <laughs> I, I go. I vividly remember like going to grandma's house all the damn time mm -hmm. in the summer because you needed to do something. Oh, we got dumped. Absolutely. <laughs> I go. I could vividly remember going to grandma's house all summer, which was fine because it was close, and they lived on like a four acre lot, like in the city. So like it was super cool because I could. The tractors and tools nice. and fun things to get messy, but like I remember going there like at least once a week over the summer. Yeah, we would stay there for a few days at a time sometimes. Yeah, it's like when my parents would go on their vacation, like a vacation, they went to France one time. We didn't go, we sat there at my dad's parents. Yeah. Well, I just remember going there just because one, something needed to get done at home. And whatever that means i don't really want to think too hard into it yeah um but then they would just like oh here you go to grandma's house i'd be there all day and they'd pick me off at picking up at dinner time and i would go home after eating dinner at grandma's house and pretty much go to bed i was like oh okay <laughs> then i do that now i'm like hey i'm gonna drop the kids off well we gotta go here we gotta do this <laughs> really okay cool sweet thumbs up thanks grandma yeah exactly so it's like i find it that find that interesting 
that that dynamic's different between like my grandparents and then my kids' grandparents. And then uh, just their concept of what like what it is like i remember my grandparents was like it wasn't material stuff they would just make me food and then like talk to me or make me read a book or like communicate and then they're like you're gonna play all right come back in we'll chill and we'll talk about something and then like my parents are like here's a power wheel and an ipad (laughs) yeah exactly like uh didn't need a power wheel or an ipad for the kids um can you just like make him dinner <laughs> yeah let's uh reel back the, the amount of money you're spending here a little bit yeah yeah so i find it interesting yeah well, as I'm sitting here i'm looking they bought my one son a tracks because we mentioned we mentioned that he wanted a remote control car and we were going to get him one for his age level. So like my wife and I purchased him a nice Amazon special $40 RC car. They can drive in the house and outside four wheel drive climbs over things. Really cool. Climbs up slides. Really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Simple $40. So it's not a little thing. They purchased a tracks four wheel drive ATV um, car that can max out at 30 miles an hour. Drive that thing in the house with no regulator. There's no thing I can. I have looked it over. And it's like, oh, there's a regulator on it. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So I like looked all over the place for regulator and things huge, just a massive, uh, two uh, foot and a half by eight inches <laughs> wide. Like it's nothing tiny. That thing rips. It's fun. It rips. Yeah, probably know. outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah, I think he's four. They like to, yeah, they like to. I don't know if it's guilt for what they didn't, or you know what, we didn't have yeah. a chance that they do. But yeah, do you they see the same thing. Like, yeah, I know much. they live with you, and you get to be kind of quiet. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Though, like when my parents come into town, though, it's the same thing. They just they yeah. buy them all these things, and wow. it's like, it's like. Like okay, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So your parents like that? How about her parents? Are her parents like that? No, her parents are old school. Uh, they're Nigerian. They're old. They're, they're real traditional. Okay, well, yeah. So, so there's a yeah. culture difference. Yeah, um, that's a massive culture they, difference. They, um, yeah, they. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like they, they'll sit there and talk to them, but like. Or their, her grand, her mom, their grandma's to help them with homework, and she'll get real involved with that kind of thing. She's more but, involved in, in a more of a yeah human connection than a merchandisal connection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting thing that you bring up. So, you know, I was talking about my parents. Yeah, my wife's parents are different. They're like your parents or your wife's parents. Yeah. Very much more into like we call them up. Hey. We kind of want to go to a baseball game. Can you watch the kids this tonight? We're kind of got tickets, maybe if you want to go. We got them offered. Oh yeah, I'll be over to I'll be over in twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> then, hers are. They like to come over to watch the kids too, which is different. And I ask my parents to come over, like, uh, you, you, can you just drop them off? 
no, I kind of want you to come over and watch them so you can put them in bed. In their yeah, bed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, her yeah, her parents will be like, they'll sit there. Because they're going to sit there like, you know, her dad's going to sit there and watch TV. It's going to be CNN. And yeah. you know, the kids will go over there and sit out of the lap or sit on the chair by them. Even if they have their iPads, if they're winding down or whatever for the night. But yeah, they'll definitely uh, talk and do more of that stuff. Yeah, it's 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 just, it's very interesting. It's very interesting, and I find it that it just one. It's I, I just the from my my grandparents to my parents, and then like my mentality toward the kids. Yeah, I see it just this change in generational mm-hmm. child rearing. Yeah, and even like with me, there's no like my parents. Me, her parents definitely play video games. Yeah. My parents, my parents don't, you know. But like, it's kind of funny because like she, my wife doesn't. She doesn't play anything. Mm-hmm. But um, like she'll do the VR, but you know. But obviously, I do. But it's kind of weird because you look at like like my wife's brother, his her younger brother. He plays games and he's got kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's kind of weird, like how there's more. And I'm not even sure if, like, the, I don't even know if, like, I think even just the way, like, you used to have, like, a stricter parent. Like, my dad was stricter than my mom. Yeah. Completely. And, like, this one, I don't know who's more stricter, if it's my wife or me. Like, it's probably her. Because I can play more games with the kids and relate. Like, I feel like I do more of that stuff than even she does. Yeah. Like, I, I can get, I can make it to more of the events, that type of thing, so. Yeah, I don't know, like, I'll probably get myself in trouble by saying that. But. Yeah, probably are. Probably are. She's probably listening right now. Yeah. I guess with like me, when I think about my kids and my wife's relationship, <sighs> both kids gravitate towards me Yeah, um, very heavily. Um, and, but that's... My wife says the same thing. It's like, all kids gravitate to you. You're very... Kids just like talking to you. I go to a party. I don't hang out with the adults. I end up hanging out with the kids. Yeah. Um, it just happens. I end up. I just. I always end up with children. Um, yeah. Like even our. She took me to a work party, and all the kids were there, and I just kind of went downstairs with Shane at the time, and kind of hung out there with the kids. And my wife's like, "You were gone at the time." I'm like I was playing Paw Patrol. Yeah. So you didn't meet any of my work. Come upstairs to meet my work colleagues. I'm like, I'm down here meeting their kids playing Paw Patrol. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm having fun down here. Yeah. Let's say um, I don't really care. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like. All the kids were all like just talking to me, and like her call, co- co- her colleagues came downstairs. And was like, she's like, you're you're a really good kid. I'm like, it just kind of explains why I'm in the profession I'm in. Yeah. Um, but you know, with her, she's a little bit more, you know, disciplined, a little more lovely. So like, it's really weird because like my sons would play with me because I play video games and they like to play video games. Yeah. Like the boys thing, <laughs> but then they go to her for like the artsy things. And the drawing and the coloring and the yeah that stuff. Um, and then they you know she does all the book reading and comfortable cozy you know coziness and I'm okay. more of a get away from me I'm tired right now we've been playing all day I need five minutes. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, you're selling my kids just five more minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's um when it comes to like there's definitely a division of duty like. I think like with games because like they'll come up and they'll ask her like what is like whether it's a cartoon or a 
like an anime or a game or something. Mm-hmm. Show up, no clue outside of like Mario or Sonic who they are, and I'll just ramble it off. And then, like, and then I'll just like when it comes to sh- like giving the kids a bath. Yeah, she does that and combs their hair because I can't comb their hair. You know, so it's like there's definitely divisions of duties. Like, like I take them to their sports and that kind yeah. of stuff. But um, where I'll go outside most of the time with them, like why she's got the little one. So like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely divisions where everybody's better at something. I think she she realized that what she was getting into is my um my oldest was about two or two or three one summer. Uh, she came home, and we're both sitting on the floor with pillows as our leg rests and pillows on our heads. And we're watching, I can't can't remember what cartoon we were watching. We were watching a cartoon together, both holding a bowl of Cheerios or a bowl of Cheerios, eating them out of the bowl dry. And she walks in, my hair's all spiked up. His hair's all spiked up. And we're sitting there watching cartoons and it's the middle middle of summer. And she came in from work. She goes, I can see that look on her face. Like, this is what I got in myself into. I'm her third child, hundred percent. Like I watch cartoons more than I watch anything else in the world. Yeah, and I play video games. And she's like, "You are my." Th-. She realized you are the third child that I'm going to have. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, "Yep, that's what you married." Yeah, exactly. So, so. she's like, "This is why you relate to them so well." I'm like, "Yep, yeah, I could sit here and watch." Right now, it's red on Disney. Yeah. Which, but like and then you'll it's because it's weird because that's that's how i am like I, i'll have definitely more of those of those things like i watch hmm. but like i'm also the one that will uh like i hate like i clean up after everything yeah and i uh like i'll do laundry and all that stuff because i'm just i'm a neat freak and you know i do all that stuff so it's like it, it's like certain aspects of you that you know i think one parent's better at when it comes to dealing with the kids I hope that it kind of blends in the kids a little bit more. And I'd be interested to see, like, I guess we're... I got to find this generational study that I found that was really interesting. I got to search for it. I'm going to write it down. and I'll bring it next time. Uh, Yeah. One of these studies I looked at for generations and kind of explaining the differences of how one generation affects another based on starting with the the greatest generation to what they know now. Um, so it'd be kind of interesting. I got to find it somewhere in my piles of books and stuff. But it was yeah. a cool study that kind of explained how one generation affects the, the upbringing of another, in turn brings the other to around to do something else and yeah. causes trends. Um, and I guess the best way to explain it is our kids will most likely mirror that of our, our not grandparents, but our parents, parents. It's like, no, our grandparents. Um, We are the generation that mirrors that of the world war one to world war two generation. Not the ones that joined that generation, but we just got out world war one. if that makes sense um so we're mirroring that situation and which is comical because historically it's very 
eerily similar to that time frame. Um, but like what we're doing is very similar to what that generation is going through and how we're going to do stuff. So we're going to be rearing our really our grandparents. So as they say that, so like our, our kids are be very similar to that of our grandparents in their general ideas and way they work. There'll be builders, there'll be construction, they're going to be developers. They're going to be, you know, the Eisenhower's the, you know, th- that group of people. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah so it really brought it you know brought it very more into it and there's always there's only four generational commonalities that rotate um so one affects the other um so that generation does a multi-generational household change anything or not really i don't i don't know I couldn't okay. dive into it into that. Like, you're asking questions. I'm not hundred percent positive. Huh. It was something that because that's literally like my kids have always had their grandparents. Yeah. So it's a lightly it was a lightly touched touched topic that I went to kind of explaining preparing for me dealing with Gen Z slash whatever generation this is now. Yeah. Um and like kind of talking about how, you know what are some perspectives and some theory concepts and stuff like that. So it was very loosely done, but it was based on some basic studies. Um, but I'll find it and I'll bring it to your attention. Yeah, definitely. To it maybe next week. Definitely. Because yeah, it is our time. It's been an hour. Yep. See, yeah, there you go. That's the, uh, the concept. Once you go down the rabbit hole. So how about this? If you're listening and you made it this far, uh, why don't you give us a comment of something that you did during the summer? Like in the comments or the feedback section, maybe give us a little bit of like, hey, I remember in the summer before I was 12, or you did this um, and give us a story on it. I mean, have fun with it. I mean, statute limitations are gone now, right? Cause it's over a certain amount of time. So, you know, tell us something that you did and, um, you know, give us some feedback. Like, did this help bring back some of those memories a little bit? Yeah. I'll leave you, I'll leave the episode with some fondness. Um, I mean, yeah, next I- week, I mean, next we'll talk about some games that we used to play too dive into those but anyway yeah uh, i think that'd be a good idea so <laughs> we can definitely do that so but yeah i mean i think that was some that was yeah. a cool trip down memory lane for sure so all right well jeremy i think we gotta sign off yep all right that's all i got um till next time like uh alex said just be sure to leave a comment of, you know some childhood game or thing you guys did or anything even how you guys were raised, whatever your situation was. So until next time, take care. Potatoes.